0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Judgment Call Podcast. As always, this is Miles Wilson, and today we are going to be doing rookie updates. I am doing them in order, so hey Bengals fans, nice to talk to you if you're new here. Hello, nice to meet you, Uh, but this is going to be an update on every single pick from the April draft while we're heading into training camp, or really while we head towards the season and as training camp continues, uh, this is going to be any significant news or progress, or relevant information on your rookies, every single pick. And we're going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, Well, first, let me tell you how I'm getting this information. This is not just random me. Oh, I like this rookie. I don't like this rookie. This is me looking at interviews, what their teammates are saying about them, what the actual practice film is saying, because a lot of teams upload it on YouTube and you can watch it or go on Mm -hmm. Twitter and you can watch the film from the practices. That's how I'm compiling all this data, taking the information from coaches, uh, different journalists who are at the practices and their teammates and seeing how the rookies are progressing and how they have been progressing all summer or at least during the time that they spent with the team and we're going to go ahead and get right into it with the Bengals' number one pick and the number one pick in the nfl draft quarterback joe burrow and the number one pick is looking like a number one pick should nothing but good rumors surrounding this nothing but good news surrounding this kid's name out of camp clearly no one-year wonder looks like cincinnati has their franchise guy Uh, He is excelling in scrimmage in scrimmages. He's dominating team meetings. Uh, The stuff that's coming out of the Bengals camp about Joe Burrow and meetings is absolutely ridiculous. He's so far ahead that the coaches are asking him to slow down Uh, in team meetings. Zach Taylor will bring something up to the team and Joe Burrow will have a question or two about something building off of that. He'll be like, hey, I've read so far into the playbook that I'm here. Uh, Can you tell me about this? And Zach Taylor will respond saying, hey, slow down. We're not there yet. We'll be there in a couple of days. That's what you want to hear. You want to hear that your quarterback is so well prepared that he's ahead of the rest of the team and so involved in the playbook that he's pretty much memorizing it. That's what you want, especially from a rookie. Some vets don't even know their playbook that well. And This is super impressive, honestly. Uh, so that's great news. He already has control over the locker room and the huddle is what it seems like. And he's also impressing his teammates with his work ethic. Uh, he threw a pick to veteran linebacker. Josh Bynes, who they brought in this offseason during a great practice that he was having. That was also was only his second completion in the practice. Incompletion in the, pla- in the in the practice was that interception. And here's what Josh Bynes said. After he, threw, after he threw the pick, he immediately went up to Josh Bynes and asked what he did wrong and what Josh Bynes saw right there and how he went wrong. And here's what Josh Bynes said. He said in an interview, I don't think I've ever had a rookie quarterback come up to me. Maybe a few vets here and there, but definitely not a rookie quarterback. Uh, but you can tell that he's hungry and wants to get better. That's that's what I like about him. I think everybody is knowing that, especially on offense. They're gravitating towards him because right now he has to lead the way for this offense, and we're looking forward to it. End quote. Burrow is ready. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on board. I am on the Burrow train. I think that Burrow is going to have an excellent rookie campaign, and he is definitely going to be either – top three in voting, top two in voting, or he is going to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. I am expecting a great rookie campaign from Joe Burrow. Now, uh, second-round pick, T. Higgins, wide receiver. Uh, still, still such a fantastic pick. I'm glad you guys lucked up on getting T. Higgins. He's a first-round talent that the Bengals snagged in the second round. It's Just absolutely fantastic. Uh, he hasn't been out on the field much yet. He tweaked his hamstring but he rejoined the team a couple days ago. So clearly the injury was nothing major, just some precautionary stuff. You don't want your rookies out there getting hurt and not play their first year. So perfectly fine. Caught a couple couple of balls from Joe Burrow and everything looks fine. There's no red flags. Uh, we haven't heard anything about him dropping balls. Haven't heard anything about the injury being something that we should be worried about. So honestly, the only thing with him is I'm not sure where he falls on the depth chart, but I won't be surprised if they bring him on, bring him along a little bit slower. And he eventually ends the season as the third or fourth wide receiver on the depth chart. Uh, but currently, if you do look up verbatim Cincinnati Bengals depth chart and go to ESPN or OurLads.com, where they teams do send their official depth charts, he is currently second. They have A.J. Green as wide receiver one as the boundary wide receiver. They have Higgins as wide receiver two as the other boundary receiver. And they have Tyler Boyd in the slot and followed by John Ross who's hurt and Auden Tate so we'll see as the season progresses but right now it they are saying or at least the depth charts online are saying that Higgins will end up as wide receiver too and if he is I expect that he'll have a fantastic season Higgins is really good super talented and everything coming out of camp is that Joe Burrow has been putting it on the money where only the receivers can get it so he's going from Trevor Lawrence in college to Joe Burrow in the pros and that's That's just lovely if you're a receiver. That's exactly what you want. On to the next pick, third-round linebacker out of Wyoming, Logan Wilson. Part of the hall of new linebackers since he brought in this offseason. Super smart and polished guy. They knew that what they were getting out of Wyoming. He's smart. He's polished. He watches his film. Great pick. He has admitted, since there are no OTAs and no rookie minicamp, there's definitely been a difficulty adjusting to the speed of the game and the complexities of the new defensive playbook that he has to learn. But he has said that the veteran linebacker, Josh Bynes, again, has helped him along the way. He's taking advantage of being able to guard Joe Mixon too, which is something that he needed to work on out of college. He had reps where he did look good in man coverage, but he also had reps where he was failing in man coverage. And he has admitted that being able to guard Joe Mixon in practices and scrimmages and walkthroughs has really helped with his man coverage ability, uh, which he didn't do much of at Wyoming. There There were only so many snaps, and that's why it was just like, eh, he can work on it. He's good enough covering the run and good enough in zone where the man coverage won't be that big of a responsibility, but he's slowly learning. Seems like he's figuring out what it takes to be a linebacker in the NFL because he's, he's talked really highly about Josh Bynes and how well no, well knowledge he is about the playbook and his assignments. And it seems like that's rubbing off on Logan Wilson since Josh Bynes is a 10-year vet. He's figuring out what it takes to be tenured in this league and to be a good linebacker in this league. So that sounds like great news and that he has a great role model. Uh, another linebacker. Next pick is Akeem davis Gaither. And out of Appalachian State, more of the same with with Logan Wilson's. Pretty much the same thing. He had a fast athletic profile, and it seems to be translating just as planned. Uh, He's been rotating out with vets in practices. He's had some good drives. The linebacker battle has allegedly been very intense. And the defensive coordinator, Lou Anaruma, said they'll all be competing for playtime. So it sounds like great news to me. Iron sharpens iron. I'm a true believer in that. And sounds great. It, I'm really happy for the Cincinnati Bengals because last year they were one of the worst defenses in the league. And a large part of that was because they had no linebackers. So it's it, it's really good to hear that their linebacking core is coming together. Uh, another player, Khalid Kareem, the defensive end out of Notre Dame, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, constantly working his way back or currently working his way back, excuse me, from a shoulder injury that he had in January. Um, he had surgery on it, so... He was put on the active non-football injury list on July 28th and will stay there until he is medically cured, cleared uh, on the bright side. They did interview him and he said he models his game after Chandler Jones and Everson Griffin. So hopefully when he does get back on the roster or when he's back healthy, we will see some of that or y'all will see some of that. I'm a Lions fan. All right. Next pick, Hakeem Adinji, the offensive tackle. He's currently running with the backups at right tackle. And the staff was super high on him after the Senior Bowl. They were noted saying that he had great IQ and really good athleticism. They haven't tried him at the guard spot yet, but his versatility has been discussed. But for now, the starting right tackle spot is Bobby Hart's to lose, is what it seems like. He is running with the twos exclusively. So if Bobby Hart doesn't play well this season, it sounds like they'll probably give a ninja a chance. So that's good news. He doesn't stink. And then Marcus Bailey, another linebacker. This is huge news. So if you don't know anything about Marcus Bailey, the only reason he was a seventh-round pick is because he had was hurt. He had two knee injuries. And great news, he passed his physical and is all clear for the 2020 season. The kid is healthy. People, like, it's, it's crazy to me that people don't know this. I know this because I'm a Michigan fan. I'm from Detroit. So I am a huge Michigan Wolverines fan, and that means I watch a lot of Big Ten football. I've seen this kid before. This is not a seventh round talent. This is a third, fourth, possibly second round talent if he never got hurt. This is a very good, very, very good football player. But he had multiple knee injuries, I think, to the same knee, actually, including one that forced him to miss his senior season. But healthy. This was a captain of the Purdue football team, and he was one of the best linebackers in the Big Ten. And this is a stacked Big Ten with linebackers. He was playing when Devin Bush was playing. Michael Parsons has been told as a generational talented linebacker, and he's coming out next year. He, he played with all of these guys. So I am really excited to see how all these players come along and end up progressing by week one to see where everybody's at. But uh, it seems like the consensus right now is that all of – The Bengals rookies outside of Khalid Kareem, who's dealing with the injury right now, are progressing along pretty well, especially this linebacker core. It seems like the defensive coordinators and the defensive coaches are really excited about how the linebacker core is progressing. So it should be a very exciting season if you are a Cincinnati Bengals fan. And that is all I've got for you. Uh, Thank you so much if you made it this far. Hopefully it was short enough for you didn't want to take up too much of your time. But as always, I am Miles Wilson and this has been the Judicial Call podcast. I appreciate you for letting me borrow your time. And hope you guys have a great day. I'm out.